This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed Anniversary Blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed, and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unboxed Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. I am your host, not Joe Humphrey. With That's me today, to yeah. With me today is not Gabriel Bringer. So this is Robbie Payne of, hey, Chrome, up, of Chromebox, and I am Chromebox. Gabriel. Yeah, Chromebox. <laughs> That's an inside joke. <laughs> he gets it. That never made it out of the. I'm it, Robbie. I'm this is Robbie with Chrome OS. <laughs> yeah, Chrome. That's what it was. Chrome OS. Yeah. Then that that's not like out anywhere. No, it? God okay. no. Anyways. All right. I am Gabriel, and this is Robbie. Uh, Joe is. He's left us. He's gone. He uh, he's on the other side of the country right now. Uh, he is at the Media Tech Summit in where are they at? They're in Sonoma. They Sonoma. are in wine yeah. country in California. Yeah. So he is currently sitting in their keynote as we speak. We saw him. We know yeah, he's there. we saw him. So if you uh, actually, it's not a live feed, so you can't watch that. But we'll get some clips from it and you know post some funny pictures on social so you can see it because it's just like the bottom. Yeah, what we saw was they were taking a question from the guy in the row in front of him. So you just saw from about his nose down. He's wearing his green light hoodie. Like that's Joe's face. Looks well, like Joe. Part of just just chin yeah you know joe anywhere so anyways this is the chromecast our weekly roundup of what's hot in the world of chrome os google and everything else and today we are talking about i have no idea because i don't have show notes because i'm not joe so we're anyway we're gonna talk about all kind, we got we got all kinds of stuff. yeah we do have a lot of stuff to talk about it's we'll been, try not to get off the rails yeah it's been a busy week we've still got a lot of stuff going on this week so we're gonna we're gonna try to gun through this and get back to work and then uh hopefully joe will be back in a couple days and i don't know so what are we starting with uh let's start with this guy we actually put him up on the tv too this um, is newest chromebook yeah if uh if you know anything about it if, if you can make out what's on the image on the screen back here you, you probably can't make it out completely yeah. that's the surface laptop se, SE yeah. um and you'd be forgiven for not knowing what that is student edition i, I think sure. is what it stands for yeah so yeah. this was this and there, and there was, was a there. special version of windows apparently too that that was yeah. on, that was on it and i say yeah. that past tense yeah uh, <laughs> she no more so the, but yeah this was this was microsoft's swing at chromebooks there was a point in time where microsoft was developing a sort of cloud-centric version of windows for yeah. classroom and all that stuff is that and what se was i i think that was the os originally that re-evolved and they kind of switched gears and then they launched this piece of hardware to try to compete in the classroom and look at to see if it's even a thing anymore i don't think it so. does it i mean it's on microsoft's website it's a, this is windows 11 se for oh, 
here it comes back. Um, new cloud first operating system, 11 SE, okay. built for education. It's on, you know, it's on Microsoft's um, site. And and to be fair, you know, it. Uh, I thought at first when we bought this thing, the reason we couldn't find it is because they were like, oh, this didn't work. We scrapped right. it. Uh, not the case. It's it is a direct sales to uh, education. Yeah, and that's uh, not unusual. We had a device uh, I had emailed our Acer rep about the other day. It was an, uh, kind of an oddball Acer tablet. It was uh, uh, the newest version of their Tab 10, which originally came out with a uh, rock chip in it. Oh, my gosh. Acer's the blue one? Yeah, so yeah. they have a Snapdragon-powered one, and I was like, I would love to get my hands on this because it's smaller than the uh, the Lenovo 3. It's actually a legit straight 10-inch device like the Tab okay. 10 was. And I'm like, that with a Snapdragon in it and a durable chassis would be great for kids. But I was told the same thing. It is it is only sold through um, wholesalers that sell directly to yeah. like education accounts and stuff. So. so that's that's the case with this guy. So it is still for sale. Like It's not like it's dried up and gone. It's just right. you, you can't go to Best Buy and get it because it's not the way that they market this thing. Um, I don't know how it's selling. I've heard nothing of it uh, for a long time. The only reason we came across this, and I, I don't remember. Did we talk about this at all last? I don't think we did because we hadn't made the video. We didn't even start the video yet. No, but I, I think we were talking about. I think you had ordered it. Yeah, maybe that's as, what it was. I think uh, it, we had talked about it and mentioned it, and uh, because it is, it's on the certified list, right? It's like yeah. green mark. Yeah. So that, that was so. that was part of the thing. So when we went up to New York, we we've talked about that on the on this podcast before. But when we went up to New York and visited Google's whole studio thing, you know, they took us through their. Uh, we walked through a bunch of stuff. Yeah, shout out to Peter if you're listening to this, man. We were tired, man. Yeah, I feel like at one point in time we we were in New Jersey. It was, it was like we were just all over the place. I didn't have that many steps because we were on a plane that morning, and then we sat in an Uber to get over to to brooklyn to get checked in and then we hopped on a train or whatever mm-hmm. to get over to to manhattan for the evening and i had like i don't know two thousand three thousand steps man by the time we left google i had like fifteen thousand. Yeah, i'm not we kidding ended up like 18 for the day it, it was, was it was wild uh because the building's huge it's it's one of those like uh, not so much a skyscraper but super wide like yeah. two blocks wide yeah, kind of 13 buildings. stories really wide and, and so we were end to end in this thing and kind of looking for some stuff because uh, to be fair, Peter doesn't uh, he doesn't work in it's that not building. his office. Yeah, yeah. so he's just like I think it's over here. Last time I was here, and so we were like running around everywhere. But in the midst of all that, uh, he did take us by, and we got to meet up. Um, and again, we talked about all this, but we we got to meet up and see um, the Chrome OS Flex Labs, which is only a few rooms. It's not like it's some big laboratory and they got beakers and but stuff. But it's so that. cool. Yeah, it, they have a dedicated space where guys can test and 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 guys and gals can test devices and check stuff out but then they got this really cool room that literally is hundreds of cubby holes mm. filled with laptops and you know they're it's like a file of facts of laptops and so we were able to pull up I and mean, we were pulling out laptops like oh i had this thing yes, i remember this thing so big old funny. chunkers like old crusty laptops but then we saw this guy uh the the surface se and i was like i have not actually seen one of these mm-hmm. again at the time i was i was under the assumption that you could get it at best buy i just hadn't seen one and i opened it up and it just gave me all these hp chromebook 11 vibes i still love that yeah chromebook. if you remember that device it was just it looked very similar to this maybe slightly more pill shaped slightly pill. lighter pill shaped and then it had the little color accents on all it the way and it here. just this very this looks and feels like what you would expect from an edu it chromebook is. very much so. um it, but it's it's stylish you know it's not it's not boring like a lot of right. education devices are and so anyway we were looking at it and they, i want to say they told us at that point that, that it was on the certified list like it had been certified um and so after that trip the fact that we learned that certification takes it through a battery of hundreds of tests it was like oh well i you know i just assumed certification just meant you know we booted it it works good yeah you know we actually checked it uh but it doesn't it means you know they they check you know, volume keys, which the volume keys on this are a little weird. I need to submit feedback on that. Um, but the volume keys are, are a tad strange, uh, and the function keys, they all technically work and they're all there, but the fun, uh, some of the keys you change the Chrome OS setting, the function key Chrome OS setting in the keyboard. Ooh, no, might have to go in. Yeah, we can that, that later. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was interesting because like some of them work right out of the box. Like yeah. the brightness doesn't work until I hit function. So that, that does work once I hit function. But like volume up, these don't do anything until I hit function, and then they do like the what the Chrome OS 
operating system would do that yeah, position that, would that be full toggle screen. will actually says treat top row as function keys so that, Ooh, that, that may fix work. it so uh, but it's cool like the oh, well i'll get into this in a second so <clears throat> we saw this device found out it was certified found out there were all these tests and immediately it was like we want to get a chromebook that's on the list that's got the check because uh, we've we've not we tried to write overwrite the hard drive once with a mac that was not on that list mm-hmm. it worked with the usb stick but the BIOS and stuff, we just wasn't having it. Um, it. It did not work out. And so we wanted to do the full install on a... Now that we knew certified, it was like this hard testing. We wanted to do it without even testing it. Yeah. Like open the thing up, put the USB stick in, and boot Chrome yeah, OS. We wanted to go. do one of the, the LG Grams, but it actually isn't on the There was one. Anymore. I'm yeah, telling you, there was there one anymore. on there. Yeah. But they got pulled. So maybe once they started really testing this stuff, they might have pulled that list over from uh, Neverware and cloud-ready stuff and they went back and retested and was like, mm, right. this isn't quite right. So, <clears throat> so it was like kind of a perfect storm. Like I've never had this laptop around. Um, it's, it was noted as the, you know, in November ish of last year, quite a few places called it the Chromebook Ready, killer. Chromebook killer. <laughs> yeah, this is my, this is Microsoft's Chromebook killer. And so it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, and, and then Gabe had the idea of uh, calling it the killer Chromebook. We're going to turn this Chromebook About killer. once every six months. <laughs> I have a good idea. And so we're like, perfect. This is like a, this, this is a video that's going to accomplish multiple because yeah, it is. I mean, this is what, how much did we pay for this? Uh, one hundred and seventy dollars. Really? Yeah. I thought it was like got it on eBay. Yeah. I think it it retails for like two forty yeah. or like two thirty. No, is it like rugged and all? Is it, it is ruggedized. It can it can yeah. take some of the spills and some of the. I don't know that it gets mills back or right. whatever. But, but it's, it's in for in forty one twenty. Yeah. So four sixty four. Eight one twenty eight. Eight one twenty eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here is what's interesting. You take this device. In a Chromebook that's ruggedized, eight gigs of RAM, that much storage, and the screen's not horrible. It's not no, great. No, it's pretty it's good. It's, like, it, it's a, a TFT yep. LCD, so not quite IPS, but not a TN panel. Yeah. Like, it looks good. Sitting. This device in an e, in the EDU space, if you were getting hold of like Promevo or one of those and buying it, this would be a four hundred plus dollar device. Yeah, and it runs Chrome OS so much better than it runs. Yeah, Windows a <laughs> little bit. So, so the story goes, we we decided we we're going to do it. Once I found one on eBay, we went and ordered it. Uh, got here, and we were like, "Cool, we're just going to film this. Just going to do it. And right. We'll we'll do a couple of camera setups, kind of treat it like an unboxing. Whatever happens, happens." And we wanted to catch it that way. Well, I, I get it going. I can't get it to notice the USB stick uh, that's got the Chrome OS Flex image on it. So I was like, "Okay, let me let me boot into it. Maybe there's something going on there." Right. Well, as soon as we get in there, it wants to take updates. And it's like, "Well." Eh, let's let's wait because um, uh, we know all we know how windows updates go and so i kept trying that i couldn't get it to to recognize the thing i'm like maybe it's maybe there's something on this on because it's an education device it's locked like until it's up to fully up to date with windows it's not even gonna look out outside yeah. the bootloader so that's fair i was like well, i'll update it real quick that was like three hours it took to get that done um and then by that time we we're like well we're not filming this today because it was already in the afternoon um, but right before I left, I remember you were working on something and I was like, I, I can't, I can't get the bootloader to work. And I'm trying all this stuff in the bios and trying to get it to see it. And I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. Finally figured out it was a stupid, it's got secure boot on it. Yeah. Which, like we had gone this, it was a two day, two day ordeal. Cause yeah, I had gone and bought day. more flash drives just to see if maybe something yeah. was wrong with the flash drive. <laughs> we had tried it on Robbie's MSI that we used for the golf simulator. And it's like, I'm still not sure what not happened right. with that. Yeah, that was weird because you've done it on the MSI before, haven't you? Like run it from the stick. Well, what's funny is I think that one of the other ones you got, I put it in the MSI and I got it. I got Chrome OS Flex to come up. So I don't know. Maybe that that re- was probably need just, to reformat that completely. That, this is what I installed this on. Oh, what almost uh, went my coffee. Is that your, your big, big one? one? Yeah. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Not my hard drive. Wow. Um, but yeah, um, ended up using this because once I figured out to turn off secure boot, which feel like microsoft kind of took that from google um it's a smart thing to have you know secure boot basically just says hey if the image doesn't match the image i had last time i'm not booting yeah we'll, i mean we'll og windows devices you had a uh, uh your boot order and if you change that order you could boot however you wanted yep. to there what you didn't really no you had to know how to get there but there wasn't really a lot of security around it you know and there's still not with this like well, i literally flipped the switch to right. turn it off it restarted the bios and then it saw them Did not give you a warning order. or anything it does every time you reboot there's a huge red bar at the top and the big unlock thing like oh you're in trouble <laughs> um but i mean to it's to its credit, Chrome OS does the same thing. Right. Like it, it warns you every time. Um, 
because it's not technically secure booting anymore. Anyhow, got that done and figured out Friday evening. Like, okay, it's it's. I'm seeing Chromos Flex come up from this thing, and right. it's giving me the option to go ahead and install. Gonna gonna pause there because I didn't want to test it. I just didn't want to. Uh, but because I had to run all those updates and I was messing with stuff, I did get to test it with Windows a little bit, like just the basic navigation. Absolute turd. I mean, so slow. Yeah. Like, and if you read the Verge's review of this thing, they they call it out. I don't remember who wrote the review, but it's like that. that it's a shame that students are expected to do any kind of like one tab at a time, one thing at a time. Which apparently uh, Windows 11 SE on this device. I didn't even test this, but apparently opens everything. If you open an application, it always opens them full screen. Oh, I want really? you to basically focus on the one thing at a time. Um. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. So I was curious to see how it would run Chrome OS and we made the video. We'll obviously link that all in the show notes and stuff. But once we got it booted up uh, with Chrome OS Flex on here, I mean, it's Again, it's it's a a generation old small core Intel processor. Right. So we're we're on N forty five hundred and up now for the small cores. This is a four thousand series, uh, which means it's a Gemini like processor. So it's not like it's new by any by any stretch of the imagination. But I mean, it, it runs really well. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun to use. And the cool part is it's got a great keyboard on it. Right. A really solid. It's plastic, but it's a really That's solid. That's the thing. I mean, even pad. even on the cheap end, Microsoft doesn't make janky stuff. No, I mean, they, their hardware is always solid. Right. You know, so. you know what this makes me want? I might write this. Okay. Uh, no, nothing. This makes me want Google. Why doesn't Google make a, an affordable in, in Chromebook a EU device? To to you know, let's let's show what's possible on a budget. Right. You know how you can how you can have thoughtful design and you know like Google's not going to make Chromebooks unless they're trying to light the way to something. That's fine. You know, clearly EDU Chromebooks probably could use a little kick in the pants. And that's what I, mean, I don't they get. They all kind of look the same. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend to know anything about what goes into the manufacturing and licensing of a Chromebook or whatever, but to see most of your decent, anything that's worth working on in the EDU space is $400 or more. Some of them yeah. are more than that. And I'm just like, you can. I understand that they're ruggedized and they're built for the classroom, but spec-wise, they're so f- inferior to what's out there on the market. Yeah. And you can get really powerful premium Chromebooks for six hundred dollars. So, because I, I can't imagine their margins are that big. So I'm just wondering what makes the overhead so high on an EDU device. I don't. I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like sometimes they get priced that way because they don't really want consumers to bother that would they pr- want them to go probably those channels. it because if you see one that's priced at 429 dollars schools are buying 700 of those they're probably getting them for 280 right so whatever. the pricing we, yeah. we were talking about on this probably wouldn't be that if this was at best buy right this would be 350 or 400 yeah. bucks or something um but that would be a, that would be a fun disruptor though to see to see google come along and build something like this it's a pixel book you know it's the pixel book uh <laughs> I don't know what's what's the name what's a name that says affordability um, go no that's no that uh, doesn't work um, they could do like Samsung and just name it the same thing and make it worse yeah yeah it's it's the three is this Pixel Book three it's worse it's be the about Pixel Book Go one eighty or one seventy eight because it like doesn't go all the way down yeah um, anyway but if they huh. built something like that and and. You know, like something that this is thoughtfully made. Like this is actually a fun little device to mess with. The camera's pretty decent. The screen's pretty good. Keyboard's really good. I got it. And it's two hundred fifty bucks. Pixelbook SE. <laughs> Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> um, but I mean, if they did something like that, like think about it. They could market that. It would and be they awesome. could disrupt the yeah. low end Chromebook space because then all of a sudden you've got a device that doesn't feel like. 300 or less like right. most devices under 300 bucks lenovo has done a good job of this yeah 
but their stuff usually has to go on sale to hit that. But when you get the the Duet Three for under three hundred bucks, it feels that feels like you're stealing something a little bit. Like you get it out of the box, and it's like this doesn't feel like a cheap device. It just it didn't have that feel. Yeah. Uh, but it'd be cool to see a clamshell. Doesn't have to be a convertible. Doesn't have to do anything special. Just make a nice, thoughtful Chromebook and, and Google and make it could, affordable. Yeah, Google right could do it as a not necessarily a loss leader, but like n- just minimal margin because make five bucks a piece. Because for them, it's all about that license and that Chrome OS management anyway. Yep. So you bundle it with a Chrome OS management license and you cut them a discount there, and boom, you just sell tons of them. Yeah, See, hey, Google, call us. We got ideas. So like a 12 inch, like they, there's a couple EDU devices yep. that small 12 inch, but it's a three by two 12 inch. It's, it's usually that 1366 ish like thing plus or something it's not great yeah. um you know 1080p style screen in a 12 kind of take the screen that's on the what is samsung's thing uh samsung galaxy chromebook 2 360 yeah there you go yep you nailed it um the worst names um but <laughs> that's why they haven't put one out in a while they're trying to reinvent the just like look, I don't, we, we don't know what we're doing over. We have to yeah. try again like, hey galaxy chromebook 2 Oh, wait, they did that already, and it was worse. Than the, they could just start over with the 3. It's yeah. Galaxy Chromebook 3. Move on. Is it the same as the Chromebook 3? Yeah. Okay. Basically. No. <laughs> or get rid Well, they shouldn't get rid of the Galaxy name. But anywho, no. you know, like, take that screen, because that's a cool screen. It's probably overkill. It's quad HD and a 12-inch screen. It's it's too much. Like, something between those two, good keyboard, decent speakers. It could be plastic. This is all plastic doesn't feel mm-hmm. janky to use and so we don't have to talk about this anymore but it's it's really cool to see i wanted to have it up here we're actually casting that up there with this too um and because it's chrome os flex like i can't stress this enough this thing doesn't feel like a windows device that i put some weird version of chromium os like and this is i mean google bought is it neverwhere cloud ready is the company ne- no, never. No, never wears a company. Cloud, Cloud Ready is the OS. Yeah, it's not like Cloud Ready, um, and it's no knock to Cloud Ready. Google bought that company yeah. to create Chrome OS Flex, but when I used it, you felt it. Like you always felt like because it was multiple versions behind. So the stuff that you were used to using on your Chromebook, there'd be features that just mm-hmm. weren't here. This is in step. It's in lockstep. It's on one What are we on now? Should be seven. Should be on seven. Yeah. Let yeah. me just check. Make sure. So I'm not blowing. Smoke I feel like here. I wrote that up. Yep, Chromos 107. I've .92. I saw my version actually uh, today for some reason. It, it's the exact same version. So yep. it's 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 really cool to be able to use this again. I know people are like, "Well, it doesn't have Android apps." If Android apps were like perfect on Chromebooks, yeah. I would completely hear the argument there. And but that's not honestly. Chrome, that's just Android not apps a huge are, selling point, especially for budget friendly EDU devices. Yeah, Android I mean, apps aren't a big deal. Yeah, being able to use this thing as a Chromebook, you. Can turn linux containers on i think let me let's see let's see yeah it's it's kind of a per per device, per device. basis but it's a uh, intel it should i don't i don't know why you would want to do such a thing but uh let's just see if it's here i'm gonna run davinci resolve on it yeah yeah it's right there i can turn it on yeah, yeah let's, i'll just turn it on while we're sitting here oh geez um <laughs> sure 10 gigs. so this is white right this is like oh yeah install this is full-blown so, install okay. and we did it on on video so that yeah. that wasn't faked or anything like that we i did that right then just to see see what happened and it it worked. robbie's over here making moon landing like, videos and stuff like sweating like <laughs> please work i've put like three days into this stupid video but it worked it worked perfectly and um it said the linux environment turned on we'll see yeah we um, get there but yeah i mean it's it's Chrome OS Flex is pretty amazing for that. And, and the whole process they go through for vetting devices and making things work is kind of mind-numbing. And we wanted to test all that. We wanted to yeah. test all that stuff out and see if we could make this little dude into a cool Chromebook. And I'm not lying to you. When I pick this up and mess with it, I'm going to – I might do it tomorrow or I was going to do it maybe Monday or Tuesday. I'm going to work for a couple of days from this. Um, I might have to change up my monitor or something because I – I don't know. Who knows? I'll, I'll try to push it. Mm. It won't push 120 hertz. I guarantee that. But uh, it might push my monitor at Quad HD. Um, if it'll push my second monitor for sure. Ooh, or I can wait until the the in uh, real AR. Oh yeah, here. that would. I be got awesome. that on the list yeah. of things. Yeah, we we're going to talk, talk about, about that after the break. But yeah, uh, that, that would, would be really dope. Maybe I'll wait. Then you can just close the lid and do your thing. That'd be awesome. I know. It'd be wild. So it will be wild. It's yeah, not, it not, will be. When are they going to be here? Are they here yet? Uh, they should be here Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday. That's a quick, that's a quick turnaround. Wait. Also, yeah, we'll talk more about that in a minute, but right now we're going to take a quick break for an ad and we'll be right back. 
This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, before the break, we mentioned a little something called Real, and for those of you that are still with us, you might be thinking, what is Real? I stuck around this long. Let's talk about it. So Real, We mentioned this quickly last week. We did, It was yes. at the end of the show. Joe right. was like, so, real quick, you know. And, and, and honestly, it was something we had seen or heard about at CES 2018, I think was the original announcement. Now, 2020 was their first time that they showed up at, at CES. CES, but we didn't know anything about it, so we didn't go look at it. Uh, I saw we, it yeah, we were in at March, I think, yeah, uh, right. during COVID. I remember seeing that this company was there with these semi-goofy-looking pair yeah. of glasses, but they weren't as bad as most AR or VR glasses at the time. And so it's like, oh, this is kind of a cool concept. And off the back side of it, there's a USB-C cable that just plugs into stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, that's a, that's a pretty neat concept. But I think yeah. at the time, um, and I could be wrong here, but I think at the time it, it worked with uh, an app on your phone and, that was kind of it. So right. through the app, you would see your device's interface and, you know, like you can look around and navigate or something in the, in the old version. I don't even know what, what that was called, but it was cool to see someone making, because uh, at the time, the most popular AR, I shouldn't even say popular, the, the most known AR thing was the uh, HoloLens from Microsoft, which looks kind of like a oh motorcycle helmet on the front of your yes. face. Yes. Uh, and always got dog because it had a really tiny uh, viewing area to where what, it could put what AR. What did Samsung? They were just called VR, wasn't yeah, they? Samsung Samsung did, VR, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. worked with Oculus before Oculus. Yeah, because they had the, the ride at CES mm-hmm. that one year, which was crazy. But. Yeah, so there, there's some pretty. Samsung did some cool stuff in the VR space, and you've got you know <clears> like on on the VR end, them realizing that hey, games in VR are awesome. Like Quest, we have a MetaQuest yeah. too. It's it's awesome. I, I really do enjoy playing stuff on MetaQuest uh, with the kids and stuff. Like our kids love using it. Like it gets highly used. Like I've invested in the better yeah. you know, headset surround. I've invested in the better thing that goes on your face, and there it's it's awesome. Um, they need to make a third one if they can stop you know just bleeding money everywhere. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the problem with VR is that it's great for games and it's okay for consumption, but it's fatiguing because the the amount of processing that has to because it's it's creating the whole world for you all the time. Uh, AR is a uh, is a lot of people get it confused. AR is just overlaying things on the world that you see. Right. Um, you know, it's Tony Stark. You know, you can see out and there's like just stuff. You know, on I mean, you shop it on screen. Amazon. You want to see what the dresser looks like in your in okay. your bedroom. You just look over. Yeah, and there it is. So and it's it using it's using real life imagery and then putting something in that space. Yeah, and and we've experienced a lot of AR with uh, Pixel phones and stuff like that, where uh, the camera. I think they've gotten rid of that. I guess, but I remember going on vacation when it was they first done the AR characters. I remember we were yeah. going down to the cruise, uh, so that would have been 2018. Now, I had one pop up two or three days ago and it was out of nowhere it said see see this it was like a bengal tiger or something i don't even know what i was oh yeah yeah there's tons of stuff uh that's what they've kind of moved it to they you just do it in google search it's in the google app now you can see stuff in in your space and you just click it scan the room real fast and you put whatever the thing is you're looking at 3d in space you can resize it move it but the cool part is just like this dinosaur sitting here with an ar object it's it's mounted to that space so as i as i walk around and move the camera around i get to look at it in right. space you know it's it's not just sitting there and fall like it would be goofy if it was just and laid there and it moved as i moved the phone right. yeah if you've space. never done it uh audi does it i'm sure there's other that do it now go look at a 3d showroom of a car it's very similar yeah. the ar interface you put the uh, car like on the table in is front of you really really move cool. it around you can zoom in it it does like you said it does look a lot you know very much iron man tony stark you can like pinch zoom in and you can spin the car around open the door and then you know zoom up really close to get inside it's it's really cool That's it has it. a lot of really really big potential as far as applications yeah i i think ar as far as the real world computing possibilities is far outweighs what vr will do yeah. uh, eventually vr will be ridiculous the headsets won't be as big um 
you know the 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 resolution will be so high and the viewing angles will be so wide that like even the 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 quest pro apparently i can't remember that it's got a fancy name for it but it tracks your eyes and it can increase the resolution because our eyes like when i'm looking at you right now my eyes could see a high resolution here but in my peripheral right it's really blurry well this thing takes advantage of that and as you move your eyes it adds more resolution to the point where your eyes looking and removes it on the edges so that it it can use all the processing power it's got a really fancy name it is pretty pretty awesome sounding and apparently games that run on MetaQuest 2 um can be updated to take advantage of this if they want and so like uh, red matter and red matter 2 have been updated with Mm -hmm. this and so apparently makes a huge difference because they can really crank up the, the the look of the the game and stuff but while all that's cool AR right now, I think, is more fundamentally useful. And so um, the promise that Unreal brought was like, hey, there's some stuff you can do, some games and all that kind of stuff through our interface. But ultimately, it also just plug it in and it can create a a resizable screen that you can mount, virtually mount to a spot. So that if I wanted to put the, the screen here in my view... I can talk to you and then look over and see the screen. It's there virtually, but it's not right. really there. Yeah, obviously. it makes me think of like you see the the you know futuristic shows where you have the glasses or whatever, and you tap and it like projects like a hologram, and you see that, but without all of that. In right. your eyes, you see it, and it's in a fixed place, fixed location. Right. And Robbie's idea is brilliant because it it brings a whole new level to the the workplace arena. You're talking about having a huge how big does this thing do <laughs> it says it could do up to if you're used to the display port out which is what it'll do with a chromebook up to a 201 inch display but i don't know what distance that that all matters like perspective okay, so, and distance matters. okay so. let's back let's back up here so so you're talking about like a desktop right so uh, there, there's a couple ways like it, there's a mac uh app with it that allows it to via the app mirror your desktop into three displays if you wanted to okay okay, uh, okay. but from what i've read like that's a can be a little bit janky and there's a little bit of jelly scrolling well i mean because there's a mac involved yeah that's the problem sorry (laughs) clear clear issue um and there's some there's some some android apps that that do some cool stuff too but the the bigger thing i think is when none of that's present and you plug this usb-c in, it's it has display port drivers in it so you plug it in it basically is is telling whatever you're plugging into hey I'm i'm a monitor you know and how that's all going to work, I have no idea. So I may have to do some settings in the Android app first and just plug it in. So once I've set the display of it, because it does different things. And so the idea is not unique. Um, I wouldn't claim that I've thought of this or came up with this. Yeah. So MetaQuest Pro, one of the things I saw Marquez do, uh, MKBHD, is it has, it's got a bunch of cameras on the outside. So if you want to do more of an AR experience, it's using those cameras that are nice and clear so you can see your surroundings even though like some of the spots where it's weaving stuff together like there's warbly lines and stuff but you can basically see around and then it's got your virtual screens up but you're going to run that stuff you got to remember if you're going to do that you're you're not just outputting your display you're running some sort of mirroring software that's going to take capture what's on your screen run it through the software and then re-display it in some sort of virtual screen and real has that with that's what it's doing like with a macbook and you know they they liked my tweets about their uh, ar thing yeah, already I mean, so there you go they could update and put it all they got to do is make their android app work with chromebooks it's not send us it's like not four there. more of them yeah we'll, Just we'll talk all about them um but my thought is all i really would like for these things to do uh, for everything i would like to do with them is if it's gonna if it's gonna just give me a display at least a display that's in a fixed location again i don't know how i'm gonna how that will set up until we get them you take your chromebook set it on your desk i don't have anything else on my desk i'm sitting here plug this thing in i you know virtually mount my display up here nice and large and that's my second display my chromebook if it just thinks it's a display it's fine it doesn't care um i'll see my mouse i'll be able to sit and work on a big nice wide second display that you know is comfortable for me to look at make it larger smaller based on it and it's it's there in virtual space i have so many questions uh, okay first of all is this something that it's being projected on the glasses itself or is mm-hmm. it the glasses projecting into your eyeballs so it's not uh, the, the i mean i know essentially the light is going uh, into your eyeballs but what's it called is uh, the google's thing uh google glass yeah yeah that theirs did that so there's some ar some like of those things they have little tiny projectors and they basically shoot 
the the projection thing right into your eye, right? Uh, which freaks. Don't out. freak out because that's what light does. That's how <laughs> that's you what's see happening things. with that's, this. Yeah, by the light way, light is hitting the back of your eyeball. <laughs> it's upside down. The travels the nerve into your brain and brain, your brain flips, flips it, it over. Everything you see is upside down. In also, your eye. So, also, you oh have yeah, a, this is a blind spot right in the center of your vision. Yep. Uh, there's a. Test. You know, you can't see your nose until you think about it, <laughs> and then it's there. It's right there. Yeah, it'll brain, go. It'll go away in a minute. Don't worry about it. Your brain fixes all of it for you. So don't. Yeah, don't forget about that. But this is not that. Okay. Um, these look like the newest version of these are called the Enreal Air. And the big news here is that obviously they're available for us. Uh, is that they're available in the United States now? Um, all these years, Sub even though they were at CES, right? they were everywhere else. Yeah. And it's like I'm gonna have to import these things. I'm not sure. They finally launched this latest version in the U.S. at Amazon, three hundred seventy nine dollars. Uh, I was gonna write it. But for about, I don't know, I guess it was an hour. I got lucky somehow. Yeah. The pair that we bought was on sale at Amazon for $169. It was like the, uh, it was like the Fitbit a couple of weeks last so week weird. where it was on like $75 for two so minutes. I'm, I'm trying to keep, pay attention and find it. Can you set alerts on Amazon? I uh, should yeah. be able yep, to. Okay. I, need to, I need to set that as an alert. Probably the app, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I need to do that because that was amazing. I was like, I'm going to write this thing up, you know, about what I'm going to do with it and how excited I am. And then after it, I'm going to wait a little bit and be like, because I didn't see the deal on it until close to the end of yeah. writing the article. I'm like, well, it'd be weird to be like, oh, and by the way, you know, it's this. So I was like, I'll, I'll write a, a deal article later just saying, hey, if you read this and liked it, check this out. No, you won't. It's already gone. Uh, I was going to buy. Uh, yeah, maybe shouldn't say that. Uh, for the away. office we were going to yeah, buy one buy for the office two for the office yeah. if there happened to be children in my office so okay so anyway. so it's it's on the glass itself right yeah so you've got the the new version they look a lot more like it's also mind-blowing that that something on projected on glass directly in your front of your face it's can focal. give the effect it's two 1080p yeah, displays the like effect of being suspended in mid-air so if you look at, at the distance like from the side like the front's these are better. The first one's like set way off your face, yeah. and then the screen was way behind it, and it's real derpy looking. These these are a little bit still that way, but not nearly as much. Like for most angles, if you were at a coffee shop with these on, people would think that you're just wearing sunglasses inside. What do I see if you're wearing them? You wouldn't see anything. It just, How does that work? It looks like dark sunglasses. Um, okay. Because the inside the screen where it's being lit up is kind of hidden by that. Okay. And then if you want full, more immersion, it comes with like a soft thing, that like a almost like a blackout for the front of the glasses if you want to go. <laughs> that would look completely normal at the coffee shop. Yeah, that would look real weird. Um, <laughs> like, what I was mean, that bird box? Is that yeah. <laughs> I don't like to see things. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I don't want to I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the they do have it's the glasses part and then the, you see like a little curved screen yeah. on the inside of them um and again i've never used them so i don't know yeah i have bifocals so that's not going to work for me because there's no room left for anything in here so i'm not sure no yeah I, I i think they have yeah you, you had said something about they have something for like people who people have corrective have lenses but i would just have to probably switch to just my main shooters and oh, yeah. shooters and then my bifocals when i'm not doing that yeah but my other question one of many is so this is a usb-c correct yes yeah, so sweet so there's no port. real wireless option no thing going on. I, I think the the only time they'll be able to move to that would be that could use millimeter wave right like because we the, saw sure. that with some other company that was doing a millimeter wave smart glasses of some sort yeah. i saw an email from someone who was doing that because to me that's brilliant because what what occurred to me just a minute ago when we were talking about this was we all had some of these and you all of them were connected to the same machine let's say they were all connected wirelessly to i don't know the msi in there yeah and we wear these while we play golf yeah no projector Dude, all was, you need is a net you can go hit anywhere there was a company called uh ar vr golf or something like that uh, they had a website they, they were trying to do that really it was basically a very simple set of ar glasses that would do the projection yeah it's it's all there uh but you have those on while you play and so you see the ball down in front of you but because again you got to remember ar it's not just like a screen that's going to move around as i move my head around no. that screen is fixed in a particular spot so you put the projection screen over here right i hit just, just like, like you had a real world projector yeah, screen over exactly there. And, and that's how this thing is going to basically behave um 
to be honest, I mean, it would be super janky. You'd have to run a super long USB-C cable and stuff. Mm-hmm. You technically, with these, you technically could do that. Yeah. Um, we could, you just have to have run or maybe some sort of, uh, <laughs> some sort of two piece wireless transmitter or something. Yeah, like that. Something, there'd be, there'd be a delay, but yeah, if there, if there's something that was high end, but we get a little bit of delay anyway. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we'll rig it up. Know, I'm getting ideas here. This we'll is great. We don't need a projector. So you just anymore. need a wireless display port adapter. Like you would a wireless Correct. HDMI adapter. Boom, boom. But I don't know how would, would you be able to do that with multiple devices? Will one HDMI, will one display port wireless thing Output transmit to, multiple. to four, three or four? Yeah. I don't know. That would be something. Everybody got, put your glasses on. It sounds yeah, like golf. we got a lot of stuff to test. The other problem with the, with these would likely be your, your field of view. Like looking down at the golf ball would be probably kind of hard to see the ball. Mm. That's still an important piece of this. You could just have one lens <laughs> and the other one's just open. Then you got like a cyborg thing going on. That'd Google Glass all of a sudden. Uh, Oof, wow. But there there was a company actually working on something like that. And that's, that's the possibilities, I yeah. think, that, that AR and VR – but then if you, you take this a step further, you know, I've been really enjoying playing GeForce Now uh, on, on some of these gaming Chromebooks. Yeah. Well, guess what? That all works, too. Uh, I could play mouse and keyboard if I want or just push the thing to the side, plug this in, sit back in the chair, get the controller out, expand that screen to full size and basically be playing games in a theater. Yeah, because uh, my what, earbuds in. Yeah, that's what's crazy is that the, the technology, the advanced technology here is what's happening with the glasses that allows you to see what you're doing. The stuff that you're doing is stuff that we all do already. Right. It's just we everyone here at the office has an external monitor. We all have you know secondary monitors and all that stuff. It's just taking that and putting it in a place where you can see it in an augmented space. Right. And so it's that's, larger and 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 more immersive hopefully yeah uh, you know does the screen look good is it going to be washed out is it going to be grainy is it going to be hard to read stuff like all those things are questions that have to be answered don't know so i think uh, about the long long gone father father io i mean just the coolest looking shooter game real world shooter game out there these glasses with a game like that it was literally just which at the same time this would be something that would be regulated you'd have to do it like in areas where you can play games because i could totally see people getting into one of these games and then running out in the middle of the street and then getting hit by a car heaven forbid forbid, because i'm but that that's the whole premise is that you're playing a a video game shooter game but you're using the real life surroundings that you're playing in so these glasses could make stuff like that a reality And, and down the road i think stuff like that could happen um you know, whereas the technology <clears throat> finally exists. I mean, I've wanted something like this since I was a little kid. I remember seeing like sky malls and stuff like yeah. that. Those type of, you know, <clears throat> get these glasses, you know, and do you remember a uh, game boy? Uh, uh, what was it? What was it called? The red, it was the whole screen was just like red and black. Virtual, virtual boy. boy. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. It was terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Never touched one. But the promise, you know, was like, oh, you put this thing on, you got this screen. It was the whole thing was terrible. It was way too far ahead of its time. Um, they tried, but I remember sitting from that. I, I just always, as a kid, I thought, man, what if there's these glasses and it could just put a screen up? Like I wasn't even asking for anchoring and AR and all yeah. that stuff. Like I don't care if the screen moves around with my head. And I just it, want it to be it there in real time. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm on a trip, I've got a nice big. TV screen and I'll put ear, earphones in and, and I can watch a movie yeah. and, you know and it's like I've, I've wanted that for so long and it's like wow the, the tech's here and it's not $5,000 it's 400 bucks yeah. Yeah. this it's would be crazy. great for our last trip we went to California a couple weeks ago I it just it, the thought occurred to me I love flying I, I had an uncle who had a small Cessna and I love being up in the air and I you know jump out of planes and stuff like that I love that stuff but I it just occurred to me I'm like because well, the, one of the flights we on actually had televisions on all the seats, which was cool. But it, I was like, I did get to watch some Seinfeld on that one. Yeah, I saw. I saw Robbie was up in front of me, seat in front of me. He was watching some Seinfeld. I don't remember what I was watching. I might have fallen asleep. I don't know. But it occurred to me. I'm like, it would be really cool if they offered. If you wanted, obviously, don't force anyone to do this because a lot of people wouldn't like it. But have a camera up front or mounted in the front of the plane, jet, whatever. That people could have a captain's and co-pilot's view of the plane. And I'm like, awesome. this would be dope with these glasses. You just put it on and you don't even see the plane. You're just like on the front of the plane and you're just seen. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like Titanic, 30,000 feet. Uh, you know, but whatever. So, yeah. But yeah, the, the, the concept here is incredible and it's not a concept anymore obviously it's a this has probably been four or five years in the making i would yeah, think and, and the longer. reviews of this of this version are good like a lot of different 
tech guys have, have already gotten these. So in the yeah. last month, if you go look online right now and, and real air and, and look up review, it's hard for people to review these though. Cause it's very hard to capture what you're seeing. Right. Um, it, it's pretty difficult. I've seen some people like try to put the camera up to kind of just at least get you yeah. around what's going on. And, and there's so many unknowns with what I plan on doing with this, with a Chromebook at this point. Now my hope is maybe we bring enough attention to this from a Chromebook user space that they go, Oh, we could kind of like we did with the Mac. We can we can tweak the Android app and make yeah. this a better experience for for Chrome OS users. But you know, I'm I'm interested too to see like what what kind of stuff can I do on my phone? Because you know, if it's just watching a movie, I don't really have to use a Chromebook, and I can really leverage the app entirely and see how it's you know what it feels like to to watch you know a a movie on a 200 inch yeah. screen with some earbuds in and sitting back on the couch, you yeah, know, and, then and, I, think and about, I think about my kids, like it works with, uh, it's got an adapter that works with, uh, switch, the, uh, switch. Yep. and that, that was really interesting to me. I'm like, you know, it's, we have our main big TV in the living room and my daughter wants to play Fortnite on it a lot. And so it's like, yeah, when I'm games on or something, I'm like, you gotta go. <laughs> the switch comes out of Get the, in the basement <laughs> and you can go to your room and, and play. Um, and so there's, and I wouldn't say it's like, well, we're fighting over the big TV, but you know, you yeah. know, it's it's more comfortable in the living room. It just is. And it's game day. Yeah. So get out. <laughs> and so, like, for her to be able to hook this whole thing in and sit in her bed and have a wall sized screen to play right. Fortnite on on her Switch, like that, that's really intri- the whole thing's intriguing. So I've got like twenty different things I want to yeah. test and mess with. And that just the practical applications because you think about like when you're traveling or on vacation or even just at home, there are times where I'll sit down to work and you sit down on the couch with the laptop in your lap. It's not a big deal to bang out a quick article. But if I'm like really digging in and I'm like I I, I can't go to the office today but I need to really dig in and do some work, how incredible to be able to just sit in the recliner and just have it right there in front of you. Yeah. Put in some nice noise canceling earbuds. Forget you the family's nice there. big screen. You know, it's and, great. So and you can kind of work from a, a leaned back position versus <coughs> right. you know like the the monitors I've we've done. You know, here's my desktop and it fits in a bag and and those things are great. Like you can really you can put a lot of stuff in a bag and create a pretty nice workspace. But you're usually going to be limited to a 15 inch display. And, and those are more except to me. Those are more exception things. I don't know a lot of of nomadic workers who work that way all the time. That would be a really hard a lot lifestyle to get to get used to. That, yeah, so. set it all up. Now I got pretty good at it during COVID. Yeah, because at our house I don't have a like an office space, and so that was part of that whole video. Uh, if I remember, I'll try to remember to link that one in the uh, in the description or in the uh, show notes. But yeah, it was it was one of those ones that or one of those times that like I got really good at it out of necessity. We right. didn't have an office, and I needed to set up a workstation. I didn't need to set up a little Chromebook and and sit and stare at a small screen all day. I needed yeah six space. eight hours doing that's just that's. But I also wasn't I wasn't going to bring home a big you know monitor right. and stuff because i was like you know two weeks to flatten the curve because that's what <laughs> so i was going to do but I, I literally i'm like i don't know where i would set up a desk space in my house unless yeah. i you know kick my kid my daughter's got a really nice vanity i guess i could sit there and whatever <laughs> so I, I sit at our kitchen table and yeah. i get all my stuff out and i would have this multi-monitor set up and my keyboard and the thing you know yeah. and at the end of the day pack it all back down and it did help because it kind of created for me a space like this is work and when i closed it up and put it back in the bag it Work yeah, because yeah, if you are if you're a hybrid worker or you work from home, you know that 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 can be difficult separating that. Yeah, and that, but so. these glasses, who knows? Yeah. And again, I, I, I hesitate only because I remember one time when 4K televisions were still pretty new. I had this idea when we were over at the other office. I don't do. Were you there at that point in time? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I like the a, old old office. Yeah, old coat. Oh yeah. wow! I I bought. It wasn't quite that big, but it was probably 38 inches, a 38 inch 4K television. And I was like, that's going to be my monitor because that means that's, if you d- divide the diagonal, that's four 19-inch full HD monitors right. worth of pixels I've got to work with. What could go wrong? And I literally, I got, I have sitting at the, uh, that brown table that's out there. That was, that was in that, you know, when you first mm-hmm. walked in the main little room in the office, that had, that'd become my space. And so I put this television that is on the there. same table is oh my yeah. gosh i just realized that <laughs> i put the tv on there and hooked my chromebook up and it worked you know it, it outputted but televisions versus computer monitors are different things mm-hmm. when it comes to the way they render text and stuff like that yep. it was not a functional solution and so i want to i want to you know i'm not like oh this is the future of how i'm going to work but i'm right like, if it works really well i did see one of the reviews the guy weighed the whole headset and it was like 80 grams or something 
like very light. So it's not like I, not I, that light. I, I have no idea what these weigh. But you could probably wear them for a couple hours at a time and probably. Oh not yeah, feel. yeah. Uh, and it's got a bunch of different nose clips and stuff to adjust to your <laughs> face and all that stuff. So I am super excited. Uh, you know, I, even if it's, it just ends up being a thing to watch YouTube and Netflix on and. To, to consume content, play video games on, it'll still be awesome. Well, I can't wait till we get on another plane and just it's gonna, yeah. It's gonna I'm be plug awesome. that into my phone. And be like, <laughs> this is gonna be great. All right, can let's, you move, yeah, please? Your head's in the way of my television. <laughs> let's. Uh, speaking of tech that is realized, stuff that we've been waiting for. Uh, this one we've been waiting for uh, very impatiently. But uh, this week the news came out that Luma Fusion is Luma Fusion. Luma Fusion. It's Diffusa. <laughs> if you get that. You probably have kids. Uh, Luma Fusion Pro Video Editor is now officially available in beta slash early access for yep. Android and Chrome and OS. Chrome it's OS. it's Out not one box, yeah Chrome it's not OS. one of those things where it's like oh it's available for Android so you can put it on Chrome OS. They are advertising this when they tweeted it last October. They said we are developing this for android and chrome OS, and they talked about it io and io uh samsung talked about it at the unpacked again event in february because they said you know before too long you'll be able to put LumaFusion on your galaxy tab s8 so the samsung well, i wonder i wonder if it works well in dex oh. yeah that'd be a good selling point for samsung i'm not a huge fan of dex but dex is still a cool concept to yeah me. i don't I know still like it it'd uh, be neat if they made sure it worked i mean they've Clearly, it works well on a desktop. Like, yeah. just, just do that same thing in Dex. Yeah. So, if you're not familiar, uh, we wrote it up earlier this week. But Luma Fusion, you know, there's a lot of mobile video editors out there. Some of them are good. Some of them are garbage. Uh, Kini Master is really awesome. It's really great on phones, but it's a subscription, isn't it? It for, is for to get most of the stuff yeah, and to get the pro they features. Just, they added keyboard shortcuts for Chromebooks, but they never changed the interface for Chromebooks. Right. Like, and that looks like a big phone That's app. the problem. If you go to Kini Master's About page in the Play Store, they specifically say Chrome OS, blah, blah, blah. They have clearly not developed this app for Chrome OS. They added some shortcuts and some keyboard support, and that's it. And it's a shame because Kini Master is really good. However, I've used a ton of online video editors. As a matter of fact, funny story, I wrote the LumaFusion article. What was that, yesterday? Yes. Yeah, so the news was announced yesterday um, or night before last. It was official yesterday morning. I had mentioned FlexClip in my article because I've used most of the major online video editors, and I will give them credit. They are great at what they do, but they're not made for really long video. They're not made for adding a ton of light you get into about four or five layers on one of those and they get really choppy uh plus you're dealing with everything's being synced in the cloud it takes time and and a lot of times you'll i've made 25 minute long videos for for my church that they look great whatever you export them and then you go to watch them and the audio's out of sync you know yeah. whatever because you're dealing with something that's running off-site but it's being rendered locally on your device anyway there are some really good ones uh clip champ is good uh, flex clip is good they emailed me last night said thanks for the shout out here's a lifetime business license so yeah, i'm going to be doing a full review of uh, flex clip very soon but we video is really good uh video is really good and don't but, get me wrong i want like i personally would love for someone to figure out like would love it web-based video editing yep. that is pro level yeah i just i don't know how you get there yeah yet, there is something that awesome. the nfl uses where they do like real-time uploading and editing and stuff like that where it's all offloaded on the servers and it's that kind of th frame frame uh, yeah frame is it frame.io right. i think it's, it's that there's two of them there's fra.me yeah. and there's frame.io one of them is a virtual machine windows virtual machine okay. thing that i've messed with like for gaming and stuff like that gotcha. the other one is that but i mean you're talking about massive bandwidth big servers yeah heavy heart anyway long story short if you're doing video editing and you're a youtuber you're doing whatever video online video editors are great to get started and they're even great for making some solid clean content but if you're really getting serious about editing you got a couple options and that's either you go you know final cut or davinci resolve or a few what's uh what's adobe uh premiere premiere yeah. you know and that's an investment and it's a learning curve and all that or you go mobile and you're limited or they don't work well on a chromebook now you have LumaFusion. It's been exclusive to iOS for a few years. It was uh, released for Mac once they came out with their M1 mm -hmm. chips, but now it's available for Android and Chrome OS, and it includes 
I think they do up to, they do like six layers of audio and video each. They do audio ducking, which is really cool. You don't get that on. I've never seen an online video editor that does audio ducking. So it's, or auto ducking for audio. So it'll duck uh, music when it detects speech and stuff like that. It'll automatically duck the, duck that. I don't know anything Uh, about like, yeah, video editing. If you look what, back, you at the just early, edited a video just a few yeah, months ago. I'm I'm a cap cut kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, cap cut, cap wink, cap cut to make the. Uh, I'll make my shorts. Chop shot. I basically just so. need to cut it together and, and line it up yeah. and send it out the door. That's about as far as I'm going to go. But LumaFusion really does add a pro level. Yeah, and if you want to, if you want to know some more about, it, I think uh, whoever wrote the article last year, I think it was Michael wrote the article about their tweet saying they were developing it. He put a video of Dave Two D who edited a full video, if you know Dave 2D, David Lee. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think, and he's done it, and uh, what's his name, TLD, uh, yeah. uh, Jonathan Morrison. Jonathan Morrison's done it as well. He did, he did a project for another YouTuber and did the whole project. It was like the, when the first, it might have been the first M1 iPad Pro. Nah, it was before that. Yeah, But we, it was one of the, the newer iPad, when the iPad Pro was a, I can I can do all my job with the iPad Pro movement was yeah. trying to happen. Uh, he he basically used LumaFusion and did a, a project. Right. For and that's another. the thing. That's a whole other story of whether or not you can. But when it comes to editing LumaFusion, you see what these guys have done with this. Granted, you have to know what you're doing, but it has yeah. it has uh, what is it color color grading? It has a uh, key key framing it has come on keep it coming but other the, buzzwords other buzzwords yeah, the thing that i noticed that was a big deal that you can't do with any online video editor is it does come with a few built-in luts and what does lut stand for look up table. table so this is all for matching your colors and stuff like that right so uh it comes with its own built-in luts i think it has filmic and one other but you can import your own LUTs into it. And that's a big deal because you don't, yep. you don't get that with mobile editors or no. <laughs> online editors. So if you are serious about editing videos, but you're not ready to jump full in with something like final cut or whatever, this is a really, really stout software. They've already got the, I will say this. I installed it yesterday. The The interface is intuitive. It's, it's easy to use, but it's not self-explanatory. So if you don't know what, okay. Caveat. When the tutorial popped up, I hit the skip button. So I, I just realized that I that's probably it. why. I closed it and yeah. I was like, I'm going to go back and watch this because while I don't need to really go edit stuff, like I want to make like make a golf video or something. Yeah. I want to do something silly just to use it and see what I get. Yeah. So I started dragging things into the timeline and then all of a sudden I'm trying to scrub and I'm like, I, it, it won't move. So like I could clip what's your, your, your frame up top where you see the video. What is that called? Is that just the preview? Yeah. So the preview, there's a bar there that I could, I could click and scrub through, but I could not scrub the timeline. And Robbie's like, ah, try shit. So yes, shift and, and scroll. And you can scroll by. So if you do the tortuga, the tortuga, if you do the tutorial, it's probably really user friendly. I just, I'm, but it's super. I'm helpful. that guy. I scroll to the bottom and click accept. I don't but, care. You but know? The, to be fair, I mean, if it's going to be a pro level tool, there needs to be a learning curve. You need to have some pro level, right? Like it, yeah, it, back, it's silly background. to think like, oh, this is going to be easy enough for anyone to ever use and put together their feature film. And it's going to take no work. Like, that's a silly thing to think. It's yeah. like saying, like, I'm going to hand you this guitar and it plays itself. And now you can play guitar. Like, sorry, there's a guitar over here. Yes. Uh, no, and, I'm, and just I'm just like, like I would buy that. <laughs> but I'm like, you didn't learn how to play guitar. You That thing did it, did for, it for you. you. It's yeah. like, okay, I, I uploaded my stuff and it auto-created my movie. Like, Was that's what Google's going for with the Google fine. Photos thing. Hey, and go, that's great. Have fun. Yeah. But this, what we're talking about is the ability to leverage your creative mind to make something. Yeah. And to do that in a semi-professional level there's going to be a learning curve it just yeah. always is if you, it, it doesn't matter if you do music if you or want to do color video. grading and all that other stuff you have to know what that is and how to do it because right. i mean like I, it's like cool yeah. it does that i don't even i don't know what to do with that yeah. i'll just be moving stuff up and down and i'm i'm color deficient so that wouldn't work so <laughs> robbie's videos all look really flat what? i understand <laughs> why is there so much red <laughs> Wouldn't you think he'd remove it? That's I brown. Don't see it. <laughs> so, anyways, it is available. But here, here's here's the really awesome part: is that retail LumaFusion is only thirty dollars, and that's not a subscription. That is lifetime purchase. You buy it, you can use it on up to ten devices. 
if you go to the Play Store and download it now while it's in early access, it is $19. As soon as they uh, roll out the official stable version, you will be updated automatically and you will have a lifetime uh, purchase of a really awesome video editor for $20. I pay more than that for some of the online editors that I've used. Which, by the way, thank you, Luma Touch, which is the company that makes yep. Luma Fusion. Thank you guys for, A, building a desktop quality <clears throat> application, spending the time to do it right, launching it on Chromebooks the day that it came out, having the interface ready to go for Chromebooks, making sure that it works on Chromebooks from day one, and then saying, this is a good piece of software. We're not going to give it to you for 99 cents and then somehow cram ads down your throat or make you pay for every other feature in here. We're going to sell it to you good old school fashion. Here's what it costs. If you'd like to buy it, you may purchase it. Thank be you a for really ignorant question. Do apps on Apple have like ad tons of ads like ad supported apps and stuff. Oh, some of them do i don't i mean is it similar to the play store i mean yeah. like you, you just, get this and it's an ad every every three yeah. rounds of whatever and you're that doing. forces you into maybe purchasing that ad free version yeah, or whatever so it, which is fine it's this is a professional software and they're selling right. it to people who are willing to pay for professional exactly. and still twenty dollars if i don't care if you have a youtube channel with a thousand subscribers it's worth every if you're going to keep penny. making videos uh and you want you'd like to use a chromebook to do yeah. so and make youtube videos you need to spend twenty dollars yeah because what i understood you also need to go get a chromebook that's going to be good at rendering all this stuff. yeah what i understood robbie to say yet. was if i get lumafusion and i just drop my video in there it's going to create an awesome video for me yeah, that's all, what you said. By, you don't no, have to learn that's anything. not true. You have to know what you're doing. But I can tell you this. I, I played with it for about 30 minutes yesterday. A lot of really good pre-made templates. Uh, they do have uh, Storyblocks is built into it. You have to get a subscription for Storyblocks to get all their premium stuff. But there are quite a few uh, free templates, uh, videos, backgrounds, audio, stuff like that. But, I mean, you can go to Ben Sounds and get free royalty-free music. Or you can get Epidemic Sound or whatever. So, uh, yeah, but there's, there's a of lot of really good stuff in there. The only area I had a little trouble with was the effects. Uh, when I tried to click effects on a video track that I had in there, I clicked on one effect and it applied that effect to it. I couldn't find any place to remove the effect. There was no X, there was no remove, there was no undo, control Z wasn't working. And when I clicked the effect, it literally would just apply the effect again. So like I applied like a swirl effect and then I applied it again and it swirled it even worse. So swirl the swirl, and again, please. I didn't go through the tutorial, so I <laughs> Did you try the delete button? Chromebooks don't have a delete button. Try backspace. No. <laughs> search, search backspace. Uh, no, I don't no, know. I didn't try the delete button. But yeah, I, it's it's cool. I'm, I'm glad to see it's finally here. I personally, like for the things type of things I'm going to do, I'm still looking forward to this uh, long-awaited uh, Google Photos Chromebook video it's editor. Overdue, isn't it? Yeah, it should have been here by now. It's supposed to be here before LumaFusion, we thought, but it should be out soon. Um, but to be able to do the real basic stuff. So imagine, you know, like some people need Final Cut, but a lot of people could just get by with iMovie. Absolutely. That's what we're talking here. Uh, LumaFusion is going to kind of be that more pro-ish level uh, amount of controls and, and choices you can make. The What's coming with Chromebooks and, and Google uh, Photos I think will be more my speed. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm kind of excited about this because I, I have a MacBook now. I'm, not, I'm kind of ashamed to admit, but I have a MacBook now. And the whole purpose of that MacBook was to have Final Cut and get better at using Final Cut, which I'm getting a little better. But now I'm just like, I'm excited at the, the prospect of being able to create smoke and cider videos and just edit them in luma fusion on my chromebook i yeah. think that's going to be awesome the the thing that's going to that will be the uh, probably the most important part of all of this if you've edited video before again i'm not speaking from experience of editing said video but waiting on the video to be done is that export time so the render and the export uh to see how that's what we need to does. do yeah i need to uh maybe tonight or tomorrow just make like a eight minute video with some layers and some some text and graphics yep. and stuff and just export it at 1080 and 4k and LumaFusion does 4k i assume i would that'd be yeah. crazy yeah, if it yeah. didn't but export it and see see how long it takes yeah yeah see what it does because yeah. uh, that'll be probably the most important piece of all this is mm -hmm. is making sure that those times aren't just ridiculous they're not going to be as fast as you know an m2 macbook pro let's be honest really? 
Um, <laughs> but you know, if they're within reason, yeah. it then for twenty thirty bucks, this is a reasonable thing for. Yeah, a lot I mean, because there's a uh, I've been using which one have I been using lately? I've been using Dragonfly. No, yes, Dragonfly. But as far as uh, some online editing stuff, I've been using Wee Video a little bit lately, and. I've done a couple of those 4K, which it's not really 4K because the, the footage I'm putting into it isn't 4K, but I've been doing it just to see. And it's about two to one, uh, yeah. which isn't horrible. So a five-minute yeah. video takes about 10 minutes to, to export, process, download, oh, and all that stuff. So I killed our cast. Why would you do that? That's that's my fault. That's the end of the Chromecast, everybody. Yep. So <laughs> Close the book, and it's over. <laughs> all right. So uh, if you're looking for LumaFusion, some people have been having trouble finding it because when you search LumaFusion in the Play Store, there's two other LumaFusion, and they're literally just like somebody who's created a how-to app uh, with like tips uh, yeah tips pro tips like whatever make sure you're downloading the downloading the one from luma touch yes should be the third one down if you can't find it just go to uh the article at chromeunbox.com we'll link it in the show notes and the link to the play store is in there if it's not working for you there are uh, right now i know snapdragon devices it will not install on those no uh, probably for good good reason so, yeah let's, let's remember what we're trying to do here yeah and, you know, if you're if you're running a five year old Chromebook with a small core Intel processor, like yeah, because this know. is you know Chromebooks are cloud cloud centric, but this is not a cloud based app in no. any you're way need, whatsoever. You're going to need some processing power for this yeah. stuff, so so, so uh, plan accordingly. All right, we got anything else on the list? We're going to wrap it up. I think that's it. Think, yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. I all think right, it's, so, all right, we'll save the rest of it for last next week. Uh, Joe Joe should be back hopefully, and he'll uh, he'll. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of cat herding today. It wasn't too bad. So. No, we stayed on, uh, we stayed anyways, on course. Uh, I will mention, uh, just because Joe's not here, I'll mention the forum. We are doing a giveaway. I don't know where we're at. I don't even know what we're giving away. Uh, uh, we're giving Duet away. Duet still there. We're giving away a Duet 3 when 6, we hit 6,000 subscribers on the Chromecast Podcast YouTube channel. If you didn't know that was a thing. The link will be in the show notes. Uh, this is on YouTube. Go over there and find us. It's a separate channel. It's just called. It's the- actually if you're if you're listening to this <clears throat> from the the uh, the post on the website, it's embedded right there. Yeah, we'll embed it's the video. Right there. So. Um, it is the Chromecast podcast. Yep. Right. If you search that, you will find it. So 100%. find that. Uh, go down there, click subscribe. It'll help us up, get there. Hit the, the notification bell so you get notifications. But the quicker you all help us get there, the quicker we get to give you stuff. We have and that, a, that giveaway is right at the top of our website. Yep. There's a, there's banner, a banner, banner at the top. So it, on every page. You because we have, we have the Duet 3 to give away. Yep. And we have a bunch of smart clocks to give away. Yep. And we have other stuff waiting to give away. Uh, well, Once there's we the, there's another giveaway running. Uh, if you go to it's on the uh, podcast. If you go to the podcast category, you'll see uh, Joe's last interview that we did. Yes. Uh, so the HP, the X new HP X360 13B. Uh, 13B. So it's a um, MediaTek uh, Capeno 1200. So it's a new a new chip from them, uh, powered Chromebook. Yep. Uh, so top end ARM powered Chromebook. Uh, we're giving one new one of those away too. Yeah. So. so just and just know that this this is just we just love doing this. Uh, a lot of our uh, partners in the in the industry like to give us stuff to do whatever with, and we like to just give that to you all. So obviously, we'd like to grow our channel, and so more people can enjoy the content that we make. We make, but we want to share all of this good stuff with you. We have so much stuff to give away. So check it out. Uh, click the subscribe button, notification bell, tell your friend, all that stuff. So that's about it for this one. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.